this native called from Sydney, Australia. Capricorn Sun, Cancer Moon and Cancer Rising This was recorded a few days before the total solar eclipse. Don't be fooled by the beanie, folks. Don't be fooled by the beanie. It's all for show. It's a wizard's hat, you know. So I'm, I'm perspiring, but I won't take the costume off, you know. It's, it's part of the setup. I feel like it really helps me embody the space uh, yeah. spirit, so... Yeah. I'll, I'll develop a costume for Space Court eventually. I'll get there. Space Court. Space Court. Space Court. Um, so one reason that I really wanted Pella to be a part of this episode is because we are in the cancer season. And Pella has a Capricorn sun. So, Pella, I know, tell us about your relationship with astrology. Um, my relationship with astrology is, is quite long distance. It's a long distance relationship. Okay. So astrology and I come into contact on an infrequent but perhaps regular basis. I used to read um, like an astrological chart at the beginning of every year. Okay. on my birthday my birthday is the 2nd of january so it was like at the, the beginning of the year is the beginning of my next birth year and so i used to read it i haven't done it for a while um wait I've so so like to... when you say that you would read your chart on your birthday every year would you read it yourself or would you have like an astrologer oh, no. read it for you no i don't have enough information to read okay. it myself you are going to say a lot of words in the near future that I won't understand. Okay. Um, so that's a thing. So I used to either have someone read it for me or cool. I would find, you know, like they do a special in trashy magazines about what your year coming up Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to I read them too. because that was fun. And, uh, you know, some girlfriends and I would do that. But I don't understand it. I don't know very much about it. I really like the idea that um, it can introduce to me some different perspectives and just drop in some things for me to think about. And however it does that, I don't know, and I don't really care. I really like that it just goes, hey, you, you've been head down, bum up for a while, working really hard or whatever it is. Right. Why don't you think about this corner of your life over here that needs some work? I really like that, but I don't know how it works and I don't understand it. In the astrology world, you do identify as a Capricorn, though. Is that accurate? Like, you know to yes. yourself to be a Capricorn. I really like the idea of going beyond the sun sign. So while you are a Capricorn sun, you have a lot of cancer in your chart. And since it's cancer season, that's why I thought, you know what? Let's get Pella live on the line and let's hash out some things. So here we are about to do that. Say. Yeah. So you, <laughs> you've you already said, like, I'm a... I identify as a Capricorn. Uh-huh. I didn't know that that meant Capricorn Sun. Right. That's not a thing I knew. Yeah. So my knowledge is baseline. I understand my relationship with being a Capricorn is also long distance and open, but I, I identify very heavily with being stubborn. That's really my <laughs> position. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that's like a very Capricorn trait. But you know what? That could also be a very Cancerian thing as well because Cancers are very, like, they like to be comfortable and, and like, once they're set in their ways, like, it, it's going to take a lot to take them out of that. 
earlier when you were saying how you would you liked doing these like yearly um, readings on your birthday every year because it helps you find like areas where you should focus on like in addition to like where you would naturally like where your focus would naturally go like you, you do the readings to help you find places that you would be sort of otherwise blind to that's I can totally see that your moon is in 11 degrees in Cancer and your sun is at 11 degrees in Capricorn so that means that it's like an exact opposition and whenever you have an opposition it means that these two planets are they're like talking to each other and there's never any really real rest because they're always like feeding off of each other like it's a constant sort of dialogue where they're influencing each other but they can never really come to an agreement kind of thing and I have this exact placement as well my sun and moon oppose each other um so it it means that you're always trying to balance yourself out and so when you said that about like using astrology readings to find the places where you should focus on um that's such a sun moon opposition thing to say so I like that <laughs> can you talk more to what does the sun mean like as a planet like what does sun mean and what does moon mean right because they they all take on different qualities and characteristics right yeah yeah so the sun represents our our ego um but you know not in like the Freudian sense of the word um, ego meaning like our identity and like what we are in this life to totally embody and fulfill. Whereas the moon represents like our emotional body, how our emotions form and how we would like communicate our feelings to other people and how like the ways in which we think about our emotions. For example, like s some people are are just a lot more in tune with their emotions and they're totally at home with their like feelings whereas other people might be more like airy or fiery so like emotions don't really it's not as like it doesn't like weigh as much for them um so yeah so what based on that information like what what would you say pella's emotional state is you're based on the chart? you're very at home with your emotions you're not like you for you it's very easy you might be real you might have like a very active dream life or you might be very um since it's the original house of pisces you might be like extremely empathetic like you might be a, a super major empath yeah the latter. I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm a super major empath <laughs> to the extent that it has caused me problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I haven't, I've really struggled over the last, I mean, since my early 20s, it's mm -hmm. a long time now, mm -hmm. really struggled to learn how to manage that because mm -hmm. I was expending, I was so sensitive to other people Yeah. that if someone walked into the room that I was in, in a bad mood... Uh, then I was I I matched them I match people. Yep. That's the only way I can explain it really. Yeah. So then I was expending a massive amount of my personal energy, uh -huh. making sure everybody else in all of the rooms that I travelled through was okay. 
Yeah. Because when they were okay, I felt like I was okay. Mm. But I just felt like I, I was okay. I wasn't necessarily actually okay. Right. That's such a 12th house thing. And you're a moon, you're a cancer moon. So like cancers are naturally always trying to accommodate people just naturally like, and, and I'm not saying that like, it's a bad thing. It's just like how it's just, it's, it's our tendency. I'm a cancer son. Rachel's a cancer son. Like guilty. Yeah, totally (laughs) guilty. I'm totally guilty of doing this too. But I feel like I'm about a decade behind in emotional growth because it took me a decade to figure out that I was growing other people. Like I was mm. catering to other people so much uh-huh. that I didn't even really know who I was. I genuinely yeah. feel like I'm a decade behind in emotional growth. Mm. Wow. I think you're so humble that you're like, that you think of, of what you just said, like in the way that you just did. Cause like, like looking at your birth chart, I think of you as like a very emotionally evolved person. So it's just, it's just really (laughs) funny how you just said that. You might think that you're 10 years behind. Like, so your moon being in the 12th house, it means that it's like, sort of at the highest level that it can that it can be at because 12th house is literally the last house of the zodiac so yeah it literally means that you're like the most evolved in terms of like how you process your emotions and like how you feel things does that mean yeah. that it's gonna drop off soon <laughs> That's exciting. there's no 13th house then <laughs> So, Pella, were you aware that we have a solar eclipse happening on July 2nd? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> July 2nd, there is a total solar eclipse that is happening to planet Earth. The reason why I got really excited when I looked at your chart again is because you have the sun and moon opposition in Cancer Capricorn. And it's funny because I have the same exact thing except my signs are flipped. My sign is, or my sun sign is in Cancer and my moon sign is in Capricorn. For you, your moon is in the 11th degree of Cancer and for me, my sun is in the 11th degree of Cancer. So like you and I are like especially affected by this eclipse. And that's why I wanted to ask if you you are feeling any, like, if you feel like there's been a lot of shifts in, not like, <laughs> maybe not like in your external circumstances, but definitely like internally. Um, if you, like, I wonder if you feel like you've come upon any, like, new, like, realizations about, like... <laughs> Yourself Please, or other people. Does this mean that after July the second, things will stop shifting? That, <laughs> like like um, I just, I, I, there are so many shifts that really? I am coping. Yeah. Just and if you're telling me the light at the end of the tunnel is July the second, I can hang on that long. It's gonna be great. <laughs> great. Well, um, the thing about the eclipse is that it's never like an easy thing. Like it's always gonna be super great. intense. And it's always going to feel like you're, like, ripping off the Band-Aid. 
So it's not going to be like a smooth, easy transition. It's going to be painful and we're going to feel it and it's going to be super raw and we're going to feel like we're being just like steamrolled. But like it's happening to show us that we can that we can do it. And it's happening okay. because it's something it's it's like something that has to happen. So I'm in the process of breaking up with a partner at the moment. Okay. And he leaves the country on July the 5th. So we're using oh. that moment as like a like a definitive line in the sand. Yeah. Because we haven't been very good at the line in the sand to date. Um, so that's happening. I've just – I'm currently doing two jobs because mm-hmm. I'm transitioning kind of out of one except I'm not giving it away entirely. I'm just doing – less of it and I've just started a new job which is intense and I feel like that might be the steamroller on its own but also internally there's shifts that's like some of the external stuff yeah there's shifts happening yeah wow. I feel like the steamroller is approaching wow at pace yeah wow I just yeah. I just totally felt like the realness of your current situation <laughs> over the airwaves like I felt it (laughs) I'm exhausted yeah that's the thing about eclipses they're freaking exhausting we circled back with Bella after the eclipse and asked her to share her experience with us I've been meaning to drop you a line to talk about uh, the eclipse my eclipse but to be honest I'm not entirely sure it's over Um, At first I thought nothing had happened. I thought it was just a normal Tuesday, but when I really think about it... So, after one full day sober, on July the 2nd, I decided that dry July was a terrible idea this year, so there's that. But on a more serious note, um, as of Tuesday this week... Sorry, as of this week, Tuesday is my one day at my old job. And while my boss and I have been planning this transition for a while, it wasn't until the day of the eclipse that we told all of the others in the office, all of the boys that I've been managing. Um, It was weird. The message wasn't delivered by me and wasn't terribly well received. Um, I could feel the restrained disappointment of the guys in the office. They're all trying to be supportive and positive, but my relationships with them have changed immediately. And it's changed to something that I enjoy less than I did. Um, one of the problems that I've been having long-term with my boyfriend is that the relationship is unbalanced. It's one of those ones where one person is way into it, way more into it than the other. And I've been feeling on the lighter side. But as it comes to a close, he, who was totally invested, is fine. And I'm bursting into tears at the drop of a hat. Um, we still haven't really resolved that. He leaves the country in two days' time, which is our hard deadline. And... I'm not going to be able to pretend it's not happening for much longer, although I'm very good at that. Um, It's winter and the sun has disappeared and it's raining and miserable, like belting down raining. And I'm feeling lonely and a little bit unsettled, um, but not entirely negative. I'm feeling uh, lonely and a little bit positive. I don't know how that works. Um, I'm also eating a lot of chocolate. That's how my eclipse went. I'm also doing a weird thing where I've caught myself in the mirror a couple of times in the last 10 days and I don't look like I feel like or I don't look like I feel or 
I don't look like the person that I think I am or something, but I've just caught myself in the mirror and gone, who's that? That's not me. That's weird. Is that just a thing that happens when you're almost 40? Sometimes we have more questions than answers. We invite you to find resolve in the spaces in between. Space Chord, Space Chord.